Eye on the Arctic, Views from the North, I'm Alish Quinn. An ebook on research done in Canada's Hudson Bay and its connection to the Arctic was recently released. The interactive book takes readers on an inside journey into climate science. And joining us now to tell us more is David Barber, one of the people behind the project. He's Canada Research Chair in Arctic System Science at the University of Manitoba, and we've reached him in Manitoba today. David Barber, hello. Good morning. Tell us where the idea came from and, and what was behind the project. Well, the ebook is part of something called Expedition Churchill, and Expedition Churchill is an outreach program of our center at the University of Manitoba. So I work at something called the Center for Earth Observation Science, and we've been heavily involved in Arctic uh, climate change research for many years now. And it came to our attention that people would like to have more digestible information about what is actually going on in the Arctic, how the climate is affecting the marine and terrestrial system, and sort of what sort of changes we're seeing unfolding in the Arctic. So we developed a project called Expedition Churchill, which includes the ebook. We wrapped a via rail train car, which travels between Winnipeg and Churchill, and that train line just went back into operation on Sunday uh, after it had been washed out by a, a flood back in 2017. And uh, the book uh, is also uh, connected with a series of kiosks that are distributed around Winnipeg and with a number of our partners up in northern uh, Manitoba. And that kiosk summarizes, um, you know, information that, for instance, tourists traveling to the area can uh, peruse and get interested in the ebook, and then they can connect from the kiosk to the ebook on their own devices, whether it's an iPad or a telephone or whatever. And describe for us a little bit about the experience that people will have when they download the ebook. So what are they going to sort of see and experience once they're actually in the app? Well, it's a very interactive app. It was uh, developed professionally by a company um, here in Winnipeg. And uh, it's quite an immersive experience. You have a lot of videos and you have... Uh, audio clips from researchers that are in the field. There's a lot of still footage. There's a number of interactive graphics as well, where you can click on different parts of a graphic and it'll explain different parts of how various components of the system work. For example, there's a food web where you can click on one animal in the food web and it'll show you what animal that, or what other animals that particular animal gets its energy from and how it's connected to the rest of the food web. And how those are related to different parts of the marine ecosystem. Um, there's also, it's separated into a number of different topic areas, and each one of these topic areas are connected to interpretive tabletops on the dining cars in the Via Rail train, which uh, separate the book into 10 different chapters. Um, you can stop and start in the ebook anywhere you like. Um, it kind of starts from a very general perspective of how things work and then it goes deeper and deeper into the science until you know if you read the whole thing it links out to um, modern um, scientific types of, of information at the most detailed level in the book. 
And I mean, it's interesting going through the, the the book. I mean, you can see all kinds. It explains like the structure of CIs. It explains brine pockets, and you can actually click on audio and have a researcher describe to you what it is. Um, but it's all very accessible. Um, who was this book for, and and who were you trying to target with with, with all the the interactive aspects and you know explaining things in a very accessible way? Well, the information is quite often not accessible to the public or to policymakers because none of them read peer-reviewed journal papers. And so <laughs> we took it upon ourselves to, to translate these very jargon-filled uh, peer-reviewed publications and put it into an accessible format so that people could have the you know up-to-date knowledge that the scientific world has about the realities of climate change. Uh, there was a group of us here that are quite uh, challenged by the fact that we are, you know, working daily in this area of scientific understanding of what's going on, but a lot of our work doesn't make its way into the policy arena or with the public. And in Manitoba, one of the key areas for tourism is in the northern part of our province. So Churchill is a very popular tourist destination, and there are people from all over the world travel there to see the beluga whales, to view northern lights, to to go birding on the Hudson Bay lowlands and, of course, to see the polar bears. And so these tourists are a valuable uh, component of our society in terms of their engagement and involvement with the whole climate change arena. And we wanted to make sure that tourists understood what it was they were seeing and what the scientific realities of climate change are in the north. And a lot of the ebook focuses on research done in the Hudson's Bay area of Canada. Um, tell us a little bit about what's unique about the, this part of the country and what it tells us about or how it's behaving differently from climate change in the rest of the in the rest of the North America. Well, actually, we use Hudson Bay as a model system for the high Arctic, and so we've been studying uh, processes in Hudson Bay now for many years, and we see Hudson Bay operating in a way very similar to how a future Arctic Ocean is going to operate. And this is uh, because this is a, the Hudson Bay is an inland sea surrounded by a continent where there's a lot of fresh water coming off the continent into the marine system. This is the same as the high Arctic as well. So if you look at the Arctic Ocean, it's surrounded by the continents on the Eurasian side and the, and the North American side where there's a lot of fresh water entering into that system. The high Arctic is changing from one that used to be dominated by multi-year sea ice to one that is now being dominated by first-year sea ice. And Hudson Bay is already in that mode of operating. It is uh, It has an annual ice cover each year that melts out to nothing each year. And so Hudson Bay is actually a very good analog of what the near future of the high Arctic system looks like. And the ebook explores this concept, providing details about how Hudson Bay functions and what happens with climate change versus things like hydroelectric regulation of freshwater coming into the bay. And it makes these kinds of um, examples relative to what's going on in the high Arctic and how we can learn from this uh, subarctic uh, sea about what's happening in the high Arctic. So it makes for a very nice uh, uh, way to get across concepts in the whole northern hemisphere looking at an inland sea being Hudson Bay.
And we we talked a little bit about how the, this book is connected, sort of, to a wider projects um, in Manitoba and the the the, the train that has uh, relaunched on, on Sunday. Um, but I'm wondering, from your point, we we talked about communicating um, the 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 climate science research to a larger audience. Do you think the media does a good enough job of explaining? what are in these peer-reviewed journals and getting it out to a mass audience? Well, it's very difficult with mainstream media to do that because you don't have the time available to do it. I mean, the reality of the situation is mainstream media looks for short sound bites that are associated with things that can get communicated in a very short period of time. Science is a lot more complicated than that. And um, to get it across to the lay audience requires... First of all, an interested lay audience, you have to get people who want to learn more and they want to arm themselves with knowledge. And then the scientific organizations have to create something that is more uh, understandable. And that's exactly what this book was all about. Um, but the book, as I said before, is part of a larger effort on this expedition, Churchill. And that will include, for instance, scientists going on board the train periodically uh, and doing lectures about what we're finding in Hudson Bay as the train is making its way up to Churchill. So this would be a personal connection between active scientists and, and uh, tourists or, or travelers who are making their way to the north to learn more about what's going on in the north. Now, it's also not just a Manitoba-centric project. It's part of the broader Arctic Net Networks of Centers of Excellence program that we've been working on with universities across the country. So there are many other investigators from other locations across the country. The geographic focus being Churchill makes it a you know a Manitoba-focused thing, but the science is being conducted not only across Canada, but with our international partners in Denmark and uh, Norway and Finland and Germany and the UK, China and Russia. So it has a global perspective as well. And for any of our, our listeners that are interested in learning more about the Expedition Churchill Project or finding more about the ebook, where can they look? Well, you can get the ebook just by downloading it from the Apple Store or from the Android Store and just enter the search words Expedition Churchill and the book will come up. And then in the book itself, there's a link to a website for the Expedition Churchill program overall, which the ebook is part of, and people can find out more information there. The ebook is free of charge. Uh, it was a long time in the making. It's quite large, so it takes a long time to download it to your local device. Uh, and we plan to update that uh, ebook as well. So we'll be doing that episodically as our research unfolds in the next years. Well, David Barber, thank you so much for your time today. Yes, very nice talking with you.